0: Hello and welcome to Vibrant Basin. I'm your host, Shayna Jones. We have Keiko Lee-Hem in the studio today. Keiko is a graphic designer and illustrator at Keiko Creative. She finds purpose in addressing her clients' design needs holistically, producing results that amplify their message to create the impact they need. And Keiko is also the graphic designer for us here at the Vibrant Basin Podcast. Welcome, Keiko. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Oh, I'm very happy to have you with me. So, to begin, I'm really curious about the use of the word holistic in regards to your design work. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us more about what it means for you to be a graphic designer who works holistically with her clients?
1: Mm-hmm. I think for when I first began being a graphic designer, I used to respond very quickly to clients, thinking that what people were looking for was um, a low budget, fast work. And I think as I've gone through the process of evolving in my work, I've realized that actually I can provide much greater value when I slow it down and I take the time to zoom out and to apply a process that takes listening, asking questions, and understanding the challenge before responding. And I think that by integrating that process into the work that I do now, I'm able to respond to the challenge in a holistic fashion that I find ultimately creates much deeper results, Um, and I think that it really um, is what feels most authentic to me in how I'm working, and it helps me to feel aligned with the work that I'm doing as well, so that I'm not simply producing a result that checks a box, that I'm really understanding the challenge from the beginning
0: and being able to address it holistically. Hmm your use of the word or the the concept to slow down when you're with your clients Mm -hmm. um, and even the the use of the word holistically again. Mm -hmm. um, I did a little bit of digging about you and it looks like you're quite public about how, about your lifestyle choice that you and your family living in a multi-generational way Mm -hmm. on the same plot of land, growing your own food. And I wonder... um, I wonder about that choice to live on the land with your family. I wonder if that spills in to your choice to slow down in your process with your clients. Is there some cross-pollination between how you live and how you work? Mm-hmm. yeah,
1: yeah, so I've uh, about ten years ago, my family moved to Nelson and we bought an acre and a half and as many people maybe find themselves realizing now it's sometimes necessary to kind of collect (laughs) resources and to work together to um, create something beautiful that maybe we were envisioning for our lives. So I live with my husband and my son, and I live with my mother-in-law and my brother-in-law and his partner, and we build a triplex on that land. And we all just so happen to really love growing food. For me, I think it started with loving eating food. And then...
0: (laughs) Naturally. Yes.
1: (laughs) And um, so over the years, what started out as like a little tiny garden plot has kind of like evolved to become probably half of the property. We grow, we all, even my mother-in-law, who is in her 80s, is out in the garden. It's sort of where we spend our time over the growing season. And so, yeah, it's become really um, important to spend time out on the land and really kind of connecting with the very slow process of growing food we are literally like starting trays and trays of seeds in sometimes as early as february when we're growing onions that take you have a really long sort of growing season um, so um it is a slow process but it's such a rewarding process It's literally like going out to the garden every day, just to like wander through and see what's changed, see what's different, and it can all—it's like such subtle shifts. And then sometimes really exciting is you might go away for two weeks in the summer and you come back and it's like, so much has changed. To just to be able to see that contrast between what was two weeks ago and what is today, but to also have that connection to the like tiniest incremental little shifts through the season. Is really wonderful, and I think over the years I'm I'm also really lucky to collaborate with some designers. Um, they're called ELO Creative Alliance, and so we are we r- work remotely, but in a very um, supportive and holistic fashion. And uh, so the i the idea of Of taking care of our own selves and nurturing ourselves is sort of baked into uh, how the business is set up. And so the work that I do for them, which is a majority of my work, is really founded in that desire to live in a holistic fashion and to live um, a life that feeds us in more ways than just in the work that we do. And then having those ideals. And those values baked into the way the business is set up has really impacted my own personal business as Keiko Creative. And then, again, then the kind of clients that we attract and the kind of clients we want to work with um, and offering that not it's not fast fashion. It's not fast design. It's, it's really meaningful work. And that helps us to feel fed creatively and in the work that we do, and then that spills out into the community that we have as designers and into
0: the rest of our lives as well. Holistic indeed. Yeah. 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 And so I can only imagine that the same pace and the kind of eye that you would have walking in your garden and and noticing the minute changes in the, in the seedlings and as, as they grow, that if that eye is on your craft, mm-hmm. you know, how beautiful and meaningful the work would be that you create. And so... You are our designer for, Vibrant, po- for v- Vibrant Basin Podcast. That is who we are. And um, can you tell us, tell me and all of us, a little bit about the process of creating a brand for mm-hmm. folks like us who are just brand new starting out? How, what, it, what was it like and what was the process of creating for, mm-hmm. for us?
1: Well, I think similarly, it was the process of stepping back and looking at the, the big picture. So my brain immediately goes to, oh, Vibrant, Basin. Like, how do I represent those words? However, if we take a step back, we, there is a process to that. So I am looking at who is the organization that's connected with the Vibrant podcast, where my client is the West Coutinho Regional Arts Council, and they have an established brand already. Mm. So right away, I have two sort of guide rails on my bridge, Which actually is quite a relief (laughs) when you think about, oh, I'm going to be creative. You know, the world, it's like all like the possibilities are endless. Mm -hmm. And... uh, it's actually really wonderfully helpful to kind of like find the guy rails on that bridge. And so we have, and although the direction was that this doesn't need to look like the Regional Arts Council, but they need to be a family. Mm-hmm. So there's another guideline that I'm working with. And so from there, um, the research continues. And then I start to look at the precedents, like what already exists, what podcasts are already out there, A, in this community or regionally, that might be if if someone's talking about podcasts in the West Kootenays, what are the podcast names that might come up? What are the visuals that might have to occupy the same space? And so part of my job is to understand that big picture and so that when we create something new, it... Stands out from the from the other podcasts that might be out there, but also is recognizable in some fashion as being connected to the organizations that are the parents of this podcast. Um, so those were sort of the the visuals. So I call that in my research stage, and I'm sort of bring all these visuals together. And I actually in in my process, I have a document where it's like pages of visuals and words that uh, the, guide me along the, the way um, and from there um, I will I presented two ideas so I wanted to offer two options two possible roads we could go down and uh, um, and so we looked at maybe taking an iconic path where we're wanting to represent the different artistic uh, or creative, themes that might be represented in the podcast. So I thought, well, maybe we could, because if we ha- remember that what I'm creating is a square. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like a visual that's a square. And, uh, you know, if I'm looking at it on my phone, it's a square that's, you know, just yay big. Um, and it needs to communicate a lot within that square. Um, and so looking at the different ways we can communicate all the things we want to communicate within that square, that one little visual. Mm-hmm. So one option was do we go down like a sort of graphic pathway where we're just looking at symbols that represent, that give the viewer cues of what they will find in this podcast. And then the other option was to just sort of like pair it back and look at a photo that that captures this essence of the basin and when i think of the basin i'm thinking of mountains and water and just this natural landscape and then simply a font that will complement that or really communicate and i think the font was important again just because there isn't a lot of space and that font will have will communicate a lot and so we were i was looking for that font that would connect to that sense of vibrancy and color as well. And so playing with color and we're kind of knowing all the colors already represented through the brand, the parent brands, it was really clear that yellow had to be the contrast pop of color. It, and luckily, yellow is very vibrant. Mm-hmm. So that worked out. Um, and yeah, and so we went through that first round with with Kaylee, and I think you guys, Shana and Carlos, were part of that conversation as well. And then I, the feedback I received was really wonderful. And then I was given the wonderful suggestion of an artist to bring into the visual. And right away, the artist, her name was Abby Wilson a local Nelson artist who was inspired by the beautiful landscape around us. And right away, it was like, oh, yeah, this works. Checks the boxes. Her art's vibrant. The colors are vibrant. It really connects to the landscape. And so then it was just about finding, narrowing down that visual to the one that just, like, checked all the boxes. And I think we got there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we got there. So then it was just pulling the last little elements together and refining things so that everything was tickety-boo.
0: Oh, and it is tickety-boo. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's beautiful, and, and it's and it's amazing, though, to consider how much uh, of your energy and even of your heart and soul has to go into creating a little box. You
1: it's know? pretty amazing because if amazing. we look at the, the resulting visual, mm-hmm. it's a box with a painting and some text on it. <laughs> Really simple, like, three sort of decisions distilled in this one little square. Mm -hmm. And yet I just, like, spoke a lot. (laughs) I was like, that was a lot of talking (laughs) about all of the things that went into coming up with that box, that one square. Yes, but I think that's
0: exactly why it's beautiful to be able to showcase and and have a moment like this in conversation with you because of all... all that goes into, again, creating what we think is a little box, and yet it's full of heart and soul. Mm-hmm. And so um, I'm grateful for the work you've done. And thank you for letting us dig into you a little bit and, and hear the woman and the creative behind the work. And for those of us who are listening, who want to keep following your work and the slow process mm-hmm. and the careful eye that you give to your to your artistic craft, how can we find you?
1: Well, my website is keikocreative.com. And then I also have an Instagram page, which is where I actually, <laughs> surprisingly, not surprisingly, it's a lot of like garden <laughs> <laughs> garden imagery. Um, I'm actually a bit shy about my graphic design because I'm actually a self-taught graphic designer. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually, I have a fine arts background, um, but over the 15 years that I've been doing graphic design, um, I've just honed my my craft through collaborating with others, like I was saying, my collaboration with the creative alliance that I work with, and there's some really uh, impeccable graphic designers. So I'm, I've am i always been a little bit shy talking about my graphic design, but but more of that will be coming in my Kiko Creative page. Yeah. And then also creative, just creative side projects, because, you know, artists at heart over here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so murals and... Um, yeah, making making like that's something that I really love to do. Something in the physical with the hands, you know. That's something that's um, always on the back burner, simmering. So beautiful.
0: Yeah. Well, I hope folks take the step and look look for you in your work and your murals and everything that you're putting into the world. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today. My Keiko. pleasure. Thanks yeah. so much. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Vibrant Basin podcast. I'm your host, Shayna Jones. Vibrant Basin is produced by the West Kootenay Regional Arts Council. Thank you to our sound technician and editor, Carlo Alcos, and our producer, Kaylee Linz, with production support from Margaret Tessman and Natasha Smith. Thank you to the Government of Canada and United Way British Columbia for their support of this project. You can find all our episodes on your favorite podcast platform or the West Kootenai Regional Arts Council website. We'll be releasing a new episode for you every two weeks. Stay tuned and stay vibrant.